Wants are unlimited, but resources always limited. So, how do you distribute your limited resources between your competing and potentially unlimited wants to achieve a fulfilling outcome for your life? That is what we figure out on The Money Spot. Welcome to The Money Spot. It's your host, Heather Katsonga-Woodward. Now, what I really want to talk about right now is energy, the cost of energy. But I don't have any questions in my inbox about this. So as per usual, I will just stick to what I've been asked instead of what I want to talk about. So Amrita has written to me and she is essentially renting and she wants to buy a property and owns a buy-to-let property in addition and wonders if she'll be subject to the additional 3% stamp duty for second homes. So for those that don't have any background, since the 1st of April 2016, anyone who buys a second home is subject to an extra 3% stamp duty. So there's the normal stamp duty rates, which are paid according to the price of the property. And you pay a a, a little bit more stamp duty, the more expensive the price of the house. And the second part of her question was, if she is subject to the stamp duty, the 3% extra, can she buy through a limited company to avoid the stamp duty? I've been off for the summer, so I'm easing myself into this with the easy, easy question, because next week I've got a different variation on this question, which we'll tackle then. The good news for Amrita is that she doesn't have to pay the extra 3% stamp duty. And by the way, this is not advice, it's information. And if you want to know the particulars for your own particular case, you should speak to a personal financial advisor. And in fact, for Amrita, I asked her to do the same and she got confirmation from her personal financial advisor that she didn't have to pay the 3% stamp duty. The reason for this was although she's renting and Hence, it's not as clear cut that she's replacing her main residence, uh, like by selling where she lives now and then buying new property. She doesn't have to pay the 3% stamp duty because her buy-to-let is clear cut that it's a buy-to-let. She's been reporting it on her tax return as a buy-to-let property as one piece of evidence to confirm it. In addition, she's let it out for a very long time. Although she lived in the property for about a year, 18 months ago, She hasn't lived in that property since, and it was also let out for about seven years before that. So by virtue of it being a clear-cut buy-to-let property, she doesn't have to pay the extra 3% stamp duty. I make this clear because some people might think they they can live in their residence, let it out for a little bit, and then claim it's a buy-to-let property to avoid the 3% stamp duty. And in that case, they may well say no, this doesn't look like a buy-to-let property. It looks like you're trying to just avoid tax. When they're making decisions on these cases, it's very case-specific and is dealt with according to your circumstances and how how it all looks. Does this look like a genuine buy-to-let property? Does the person have several buy-to-let properties and is a landlord, etc.? Of course, nowadays, if you buy a new buy-to-let property, you do have to pay the extra uh, 3% stamp duty. On her second question, if she had been subject to the 3% stamp duty, for instance, if she'd been an owner-occupier, 
living in a house and wanted to keep it and buy another property. She wanted to know if she can avoid the 3% stamp duty by buying it through a limited company. And the answer is no. HMRC are pretty clever, so they know that would have been a loophole. So even if you buy a, a home through a limited company, you have to pay the extra 3% stamp duty. And in fact, if the home is more than £500,000, you pay a level 15% stamp duty on the whole value of the home. So you don't pay incremental marginal tax rates according to the you know brackets. So if it was, say, a million pound house, you don't pay like uh, 0% between 0 and 125k. And then is it 2% between 125 and 250k? Uh-uh. You just pay 15% on the whole value, which is a very punitive stamp duty rate. So the key takeaway from this episode is if you think you might be subject to the extra 3% stamp duty, contact a mortgage broker or a personal financial advisor. With the mortgage broker, you can probably get it wrapped in with whatever deal you've got for their mortgage brokerage service. And that's actually the route I suggested to Amrita. So there you have it. Enjoy. Thank you for listening. I have three things that you can do. Firstly, please give me a five-star review in Apple Podcast. It really helps for people to find this podcast. And if I have not earned your five-star rating, please send me a message and let me know how I can earn your five-star review. Secondly, if you've enjoyed this, share it with a friend that you think is going to benefit. And finally, for some of my writing on personal finance, go to katsonga.com forward slash my books.